0: I like I like hinder. Okay, okay, hold on. Keep building. Keep building. Well, I'm on. Good thing I'm already recording. Uh, this thing's working, so let me switch ears. Hold on. Um, uh, what was I gonna say? As far as. I didn't even set up the camera. Oh, well. Uh, no, we have that broadcasting now. so um, Maybe it's, I guess also would be, so hindering opinions, but in the sense that everybody has their point of view. Yeah. So it's almost like stop saying it's an opinion and stop disagreeing with everybody's opinion. It's more of their point of view. Something to that effect. What did you say again? Well, because the way I'm, because I actually, I actually just lost my original, th- how I was going to say mm. it. But like hindering opinions, you know, we're trying to basically throw out opinions because based on like Seth Godin's thought is that really it's a point of view. And even when he says like when there's a car crash and four people see it, you know, are three of them wrong and one of them right? You know, like, are they just right. four? Is it four different points of views? Yeah. What is hi- what's the defi- what's the definition of hindering?
1: I always think about of it like uh, I don't think I've even ever never looked it up, but just like to hurt.
0: Yeah, lately I've been I've been looking up opinions. I mean, oh, sorry, opinions. Lately I've been looking up definitions for that reason, like what you were saying. Like you know, you kind of just have a perspective mm-hmm. on it, and it's like okay, let me let me let me try to derive off the definition and then see if it's tight because it's not because there's sometimes where people will tell me a word or they'll, they'll text me a word I'm like okay what do you mean because I don't think you're using it the way you mm-hmm. you're not using it the way you think it needs to be used or or maybe it's being you know seen different you know different perspective which then I, I have to really know, okay let me know exactly what you mean because the definition says this mm-hmm. and that's how I know it because I ne- either I've never heard the word I forgot because it, this it happened to me recently where i was like what like I, I didn't get it so i looked up the definition and then and we continued this conversation and i was like okay you know that I, I had to find that medium ground to yeah. say okay i know i understand what you mean so hinder means to cause delay interruption or difficulty in to hamper to hamper to impede and then definition number 2 is to prevent from doing acting or happening hmm so we, that's could, we could definitely yeah, could yeah we could yeah we could do we could so the title for you guys listening is hindering opinions. And I'm gonna put that on live.me. We're gonna go live and then we'll get this going. And we're live. Dude, <laughs> you know it's funny. It's it like oh we already got someone joined. That was quick. Um uh I don't know, I had a Joe Rogan moment right there. It's like three, <laughs> two, one. And we're live, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> nice. Uh interesting enough is like if we if we keep win or like well we're gonna keep using it because I like the feedback that we have been getting even now, mm-hmm. um, but it's easier to do this because it's so difficult to get live streaming on YouTube, like that that the gate there's right. I mean the, the gate there's now a gatekeeper with YouTube you know yeah. we're while the internet's still free and I can post up to 15 minute videos and all this stuff it's like okay at some point it stops you know. Yeah. Uh, I'm still limited. There's little barriers. We're like now with this one, live. Me, people can join. I can broadca- broadcast the whole thing. What does this do? I'm going to have to edit all this stuff out. This is like a whole different element of editing now. <laughs> like like yeah. being curious and whatever. I don't know where put this up. It's here, I guess. There's a... Uh, so everybody can see it. There's, there's, there's Brian. What's up? And then... Uh, I still want to know how these lies, likes things work because it's there's 41 likes already there's 15 people watching pretty cool <laughs> <laughs> what we were talking about last time we have people hiring people to to like just have ha- just have a tablet and just constantly click 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 so hindering opinions and it's pretty cool it, it kind of worked out either way in the sense of um Brian kind of getting to get a glimpse of how I kind of prime, my, prime myself for the podcast. So he got, to see all, he got to see both of the main videos that I did some listening on. And I feel like I, did, I only have five questions for today, which we'll dive into and hopefully we, you know, we do arrive. But it's interesting because sometimes when I watch too many videos, even though watching more videos allows me to have more questions, it also creates a monkey brain on its own even though it's yeah. great information but i have like Taven. oh I, this point is parallel this point is parallel this point is parallel you know five different videos for one question you know where like overload yeah it's, i almost overload myself now mm-hmm. uh where it's like okay i need to i need i need to continue to figure out uh not direction but just development of these questions because like i said i got five and and I feel like if I would have watched it, again, because I've done it previously where it's like, and I'm pretty sure people hear me, you know, it's a podcast where it's now, you know, live.me, where they'll hear that, man, he has like, and and, I'll, and then I'll forget because then I go into a rabbit hole and I, on my own, get you know, I get ahead of myself and there it goes that. Yeah. You know, it's like, ugh. It's interesting though because oh, what, what were we talking about just a while ago um, where we had, oh, well, it was, a, it was a personal situation, but uh, so, like us as millennials have to, experience a way deeper thing in order for us to want to make a change that that will better ourselves, whether it's health wise, whether it's relationships, um, where it's health and relationships, you know, business. Um, it's interesting because we, I mean, especially in the United States compared to everybody else, um, we're, we are very lucky, you know, and, uh, I do want to mention because it's, it's still ongoing, but you know, Hurricane Harvey, me, 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 uh, Brian and Freddie and Eddie was there for a little bit too, but for the most, I think when we t- when we were talking about the hurricane, I think Eddie had already left by by that time. I think I can't remember. Either way, I just wanted to mention you know thoughts and uh, you know prayers go out to them because they're still going through that. And if you guys have been watching the news, whether the national news or otherwise, you know everybody right now knows how underwater Houston is and all that coastal band area. Uh, I lived in Corpus for four and a half years. I went to A and M Corpus. I got my undergrad from over there so um there's people i know people from there eddie he's not here today but eddie has developed his little group of people you know back you know shout out to Backwoods saloon ingleside texas That's, they give us work once a month at least yeah. and and you know and one thing that gonzo asked last night he's like he's like hey is Backwoods still up it's like good we'll we'll find out i mean all, a lot of those guys that we know they're they're in san antonio right now mm-hmm. You know, a lot of a lot of them did leave. Good for them. You know, they did leave uh, the coastal area. Um, I know Corpus. I feel like the inner part of Corpus didn't get hit as hard, which is good. It was really, literally, excuse me,
1: very right along, along the, the water.
0: Yeah, along the water, because even if my one of my old well old friend, but I used to, he used to hire me for gigs. Uh, Jason. Uh, he said his apartment complex Like there was some shingles out But like there was no damage They have You know It was They're okay You know they And crazy for him Like he he's in a circumstance That he has an RV Because that's where we, we would travel in the RV yeah. So he was actually Able to pack up his family And come to He actually stayed in Edinburgh, uh, RV park in Edinburgh Let him stay You know nice. Hunkered down for the weekend Right 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 And he, they went back I guess yesterday afternoon And that's where he, he had posted That you know Everything's okay And uh, as far as Like the city getting going But my Deeper thoughts is like Rock, like Rockport, Port A, all these. This sm- and what I call them is just small town Texas. Because yes, maybe there's let's say ten thousand, twenty thousand people there. Like we've been there, and it's small town Texas. People don't. like The new small town USA is ten thousand people. It's not two thousand. It's not two hundred people anymore. Mm-hmm. Unless you're in Sutter California, you know, like like something so small like that, and desolate yeah. like that. It's different. But as far as like the conditions and the way people live over their lifestyle it's very small town everybody knows each other and you know it's it's incredible and even some of the pictures that i've been keeping up to date of you know the school gyms and like just stuff that's just like torn out you know torn apart um and we'll see we'll see what happens um i know i definitely in work because even my mom came in this morning she's like she's like okay she's, she's like i'm tired of i'm tired of uh hearing all these people, like, say, and prayers, 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 like, we need to do something, my mom, like, and this was, like, early, I'm like, oh, I'm still kind of drunk, I was like, I was like, uh, yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah, no, and I, I but I completely agree, because me and Brian talked about this last night, it was, it, it's all, it's all, it connect, it's all connected, Um, well, like, yeah, again, I told her, I'm like, you know, I might, I might go in a couple weeks, you know, once, because once, what I'm waiting for is the rain to settle, it's, dude, I don't know if you saw, but, so the the storms over, like, Going like let's say it's going towards like College Station, like mm-hmm. it would be northwest of Houston. Mm-hmm. Well, it's it's supposed to come down towards Victoria again and then go up again, bro. It, where it was supposed to be lingering until Tuesday, it's now gonna linger until Thursday. Damn. So there, it's not over yet, right. and that's why I'm just kind of waiting. Like I'm, 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 I'm. This is one of those moments for me where you wanna uh, move fast or pivot hard. You know, it's it's really one of those things that I'm seeing. Where it's like, okay, I, I really want to go, but I really, I really really need to wait. You know, like I can't go over there and get stuck myself, and then what? Yeah. You know, like, um, and hopefully I'll get in contact with some people that I can actually. And I'm not, I'm not even looking to bunker down. My plan is to, like, just pack up my ruck with clothes and go stay at a shelter with the people and help in any way I can. That's kind of my plan, and I'm going to have to get. And speaking of, uh, well, I guess this this, is, this will be a part of the tangent, but uh, is it in the dip? Yeah, so my book of the week for this week was Seth Godin's The Dip, which is knowing when to quit and knowing when to stick. That's like the mm-hmm. little mantra that he gives in that book. And it's like, well, I'm not going to quit my work, but like these people need freaking help. Like yeah. like that that and that's where w- this it's almost like the whole point of moving with life. It's taking action and moving and doing something, not just sending prayers that are going up to heaven and then what? And what I see and this this I guess this really irks me as on a personal level is like people are like, Oh, pray for them, pray for them, and then oh I'm at Olive Garden, oh I'm doing this, like yes, you you guys are living your lives, which is great. But it's like I guess that's where that's where the prayer goes so far. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and for me, while I, I do believe in prayer, I heavily believe in action too. And me and Brian constantly talk about this all the time. Since before this podcast that we've been developing up until today. That it just it it uh you know it's it's important it's important for me and I don't I don't want to rant but it's been it's been the talk of our it's been the talk of our state we've been dealing yeah. with this since like Wednesday I didn't even know we we're gonna have a freaking storm until Thursday and and I literally Thursday morning I was at work and then it was bu- it wasn't busy anymore so I got on my Facebook and I was scrolling and I was like oh uh Hurricane Harvey uh uh gonna look it looks like it's gonna turn into our Category three blah blah I'm like what and by this time, I had I had like you know a little date, a little outing set planned for Friday, and I had, like and then me and me and my friend were texting, and and she's like, so what's 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 the plan? And I was like, well, gotta wait. It's it was one of those. I'm like, I don't know, because our plan was to go to South Padre, and I was really looking forward to going to South Padre. Like that was part of the plan, and we had and the what, thing for me is like, it, this was two weeks in the making. Like we planned this two weeks, and we were. I, and it's funny because she would ask me like she would always ask me constantly like are you excited I'm like well I've been waiting <laughs> like 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 I don't I, don't, I guess if, if this is what excited is and yes you know yeah. I I I don't know the I you know one thing for me is like you know I use excited I use some words in my own point of view you know talking about hindering opinions you know it's it's really you know I just use them differently you know and I talk to people sometimes and. Uh, they'd be like, man, you know, take a joke. I'm like, I'm like, I'm sorry if I don't like, it's not, it's not, it's really not intentional, but you know, if you're, if you're going to ask me a question, I'm going to ask, I'm going to answer you. You know yeah. And and some people, they, and they want, they want the answer, but then they don't want the answer.
1: So yeah. What they, they don't want to like know the truth or, or sometimes Yeah. like uh, what they say, you know, truth hurts. Yeah. So,
0: and usually, and, and, and lately I think for, at least for the Valley, this is very much from my point of view, but that that truth hurts thing it's more of a fear you know like Mm -hmm. everybody's in fear of whatever and for me it's very corollary to everybody's past because at some point whenever i have a conversation like okay what about this what about this eventually i segue and try to find out some more information about their past because usually their past is determining their action right now and then their fears that are growing you know um but anyways, I don't want to. <laughs> now we're just going. I'm just going in a whole bunch of circles, hindering opinions. Uh, let's let's get in, let's get into into one question. Just because this one was fresh and and I want to. So Seth Godin was talking about the amygdala, and you know, you like you, if if you feel a certain way, then you should probably go in that direction. So my question is, what makes you nervous?
1: What makes me nervous? This is kind of vague, but uncertainty, like in a general sense, like not knowing um like where i stand or 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 what's going to happen uncertainty uncertainty is definitely like at the top of my what makes you nervous list like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i just i dislike not knowing because then if i don't know i can't really prepare it's just riskier and <laughs> i mean you know me and i'm ve- i'm very <laughs> risk averse so yeah, yeah. that that's uncertainty equals risk and and it just makes me uncomfortable makes me nervous
0: yeah um and you know, it's funny because what I just clicked, and I think this will make sense once I say it out loud. But we were trained, cause, and the way Sam Golden would, or Sam, Sam Gordon, Seth Godin and Simon Sinek, I think, would bring it up, is like the education system, right? But in the sense of like we needed to be perfect, and perfect man getting a hundred on the test, and that determined our our uh, our foundation. That determined okay are we capable yeah versus the shift that's happening now which i you know me and brian we've been talking about this This at least this past week for sure especially that video um oh, what video was it? it was a seth godin video but um it had to do with uh not with books it had to do with uh oh, damn it i wish i would remember now I'm, I'm gonna cut this out um because remember, I, and it was it was like on Thursday or something, Me and you were talking, and you're like, man, and I told you about meeting the salesman, that publishing salesman. Right, right, right. And you're right. like, man, given that video, I don't, you know, it doesn't seem... Oh,
1: I know what you're, you're talking about. About basically, like,
0: it had to do with, with like, basically
1: public education. And, uh, oh, he he talked about, um, what are those, stand- he's talked about standardized tests. Yes. And how... Like w- what you learn in school, you 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 basically are taught to like memorize, mm-hmm. and then you're given a grade, and the higher your grade is, you, like you get to memorize more things, and it's like, well, no, like that's not how we should be learning. You know, mm-hmm. you you're just being taught to memorize things, and and it's not, it it's not like a very, I guess, effective way of of teaching.
0: And there's n- and I I think this <laughs> is a point also is like, that then takes away your creativity. Yeah you know then cuz i think he was talking to some to some kids and i he asked them a question and i i, I need i need to not go back to that video I, i'll get this i'll get on your beer on your right but uh basically it was like these three kids i think it was like like they were like 11 like two 11 year olds and like a 10 year old or something like that and he asked them a question they didn't know and they were ready to write down the answer and he's like no like figure it out yeah. figure it out so tying this this part you know of uh Standardized testing, all these things that create, then what we're talking about uncertainty. You know, having that, having that, that doubt, yeah. and not wanting to, f- not wanting to. We, we don't, we it's weren't we allowed don't to figure it out. Yeah. We just
1: want to, we want the answer, and and so that we can know for the next time, you know, how to do it right. instead of trying to figure things out on our own yeah. and be creative about it. Yeah. And uh, also, like, there's one thing that that kind of stuck when he says you know you're taught to work by yourself your entire life to then be put out into the real world and work in groups and for me that's that's stuck because it's like you you almost build these these like self-sufficient introverts and then you put them out into the real world in groups and they end up not knowing how to work with other people so they become like socially awkward and to me like it kind of it 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 hurts the the group and it hurts the progress and it's just not very healthy for the organization. So that that kind of stuck with me because I never really thought about it before in that sense, but it might explain why some organizations fail because they don't know people don't know how to work together as a team. B- they're kind of selfish and it's like, well, I, I know this and I don't want to share it because then that makes you better than me mm-hmm. versus mm-hmm. making the group you know better together, yes
0: man dude I, f- I feel way out of the zone, even mm-hmm. right now, I feel like way out of the zone, and it might be just like I guess some tiredness and yeah. but but also the f- I, I I still have to reach i'm gonna have to retract to like the fact of like the storm and just watching the people and like just waiting and letting that be a little level of uncertainty like I just said right now, you know that storm's mm-hmm. supposed to come back down towards Victoria and then go back up, and then we'll see what happens but uh anyways. Let me answer as far as what makes me nervous. Let me just continue here. I had to say what makes me nervous is, like, knowing my gut feeling. And as much as I say I listen to my intuition, I listen to it a lot. But, like, you know, there's some big decisions I feel are going to come up, especially dealing with because of the storm, Mm -hmm. that, like, it makes my stomach turn. And that makes me nervous because it's, like, I don't want to be judged. But it's, like, that because we're you know we're in that society where like you're you you don't want to be judged so it's like you feel it and like based on seth godin's point of view you should want to you know you that that means i should go come my god i should go and do this thing you know do what do what i want to do especially yeah. like helping these people out in rockport and the, the coastal band um that at least for now that that's that's why i guess i wrote it down like what makes ner- makes us nervous is, mm-hmm. Well, we can tie into many things for me. It's like, I feel it very strongly right now. It's like, okay. And then, cause I'm, cause then I'm thinking like, well, what's it going to lead to? You know, am I, and then I think I brought up these questions last night where was like, am I, am going to stop the podcast? Like what, you know, we've been on a roll right. this, this is episode 33, 33 weeks in a row where I, you know, I want to keep the streak, you know, but it's like, well, this thing happened where it's like, I feel that I can make, I can, I won't make an impact, but I'll be an extra set of hands, extra set of legs. I yeah. can help. Um, I don't know if you've ever thought about, maybe not, because these are questions that I had to really, one thing I found, found out this week for myself was like, again, filtering through these questions. Like, you, we've talked about, like you know, having to find all these questions just to filter out and see, to find the good questions. Yeah. One thing I've been really, really, really pondering on this week is like, what do I do well? And what I'm going to tie in is what we listened to earlier, you know, talent versus skill. Mm-hmm. You know what was I born with, and what am I building on? Could you give some insight on you before we go to mine? Could we, could could you give some? Uh, what do you think? Because remember, skill is something that the way I wrote it is what 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 do you ha- what have you done that you want to build on? Like, what is something that you've learned that you want to build on, versus talent that's more tied in with what are you born with? I don't, don't mean, know. I don't know necessarily
1: what. My talent would be, but something, a skill that I I want to develop is like just social interactions in general. Like I, I want to be better with people. I want to be able to communicate better with people. Um, I think recently I've noticed that that's, that's a more valuable skill than, than I thought it was. Yeah. Um, I think it's important to really kind of, for example, from a business standpoint, Know your consumer, know know your customers and, and really be able to speak to them, not through like selling them all these features, but tell them a story on how this product is r- is really their best option. Mm-hmm. And and not just because you want to make money, but because it truly will make your customers life better, like yeah. in, in some way or another. Right. So I think that interpersonal skills are, are very, very um. they're valuable and it's it's something that I, I would like to build upon. Build on.
0: Yeah yeah uh yeah because the, the one i because i guess I, I wanted to do one thing at a time for myself so what i did at the beginning of the week when i saw this video for the first time you know wh- what talents do i have what what do i feel i'm born with and one thing that i wasn't taught was like how to walk and how to run like i, I did it very early in life mm-hmm. you know I, I think i started walking when i was nine months damn and uh and dude, I I need to find this picture. So this is a picture that my parents have, and I don't know who took it. I don't know if my madrina took it, my godmother, uh, took it. But it's I'm in, I'm in the playpen, and the thing is, the playpen that we had then, it's it you know how the some playpens have like that screen, the see-through screen. Mm-hmm. Well, my playpen wasn't. It was like covered like completely. Mm-hmm. All you see is my feet sticking up. So they say I did a handstand. Dang. So my whole point. What I think my talent is is is, uh, being physical, mm-hmm. like that is something that does come natural to me. And mm-hmm. what I'm, with, I mean, you can tie tie this in scientifically. You know, like my 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 leading back to my grandparents on my mom's side were their farm. You know, their, my dad, my grandpa was a farmer for as long as he could be. You know, could be. And then um, I I had I was fortunate enough to like help raise and sell cattle. Mm-hmm. You know, we did that we did that, I mean, I was dude me and Gavin, me and Gavin were little, bro, I maybe mean, we six, seven years old, like mm-hmm. just with these big ass bulls, like just you know there and yeah. and minimal fear, you know, whatever. But I uh, I know I pondered on that and that's what kind of led me to like, okay, what what good can I do for this hurricane relief? You know, and, and because and uh, even uh Tom Bilew talks about like how I don't know it's leadership. Or the hustle, being like a hustler, that you can like build on that skill. Like you can, mm-hmm. want you can see it and you can take it in for yourself and then build on it. And I guess the skill that I've been working on right now, leadership. You know, obviously, and right. and but but my point that I wanted to keep is that if you guys retrace to a couple, you know, well not a couple, episodes, no, this is several episodes ago where I mentioned my I think it was my junior year of high school. Where I was a was tenor, I was section leader, yeah. and like I was the sh- I was the worst freaking leader, and and even I never mentioned this, uh like well, I've mentioned it to Brian, but not on the podcast, and for people listening, tuning in, Uh that I you know I'm working on my first book, right now I'm working on my first book, because I feel like in order to really understand my thoughts now, um, you have to. You have to read about my my previous 10 years because all that, I have seen a lot of parallels. It makes me think and makes me take action now. Mm -hmm. Um, But anyways, yeah, leadership is part of the skill that I've been trying to develop because... That's the, that's, the one, that's the thing that keeps me driving, especially when I, you're talking about communicating better with people. It's like, yeah. Well, even last night when we were at Freddie's house mm-hmm. and with his dad and, and just, hey, sir, thank, thanks for the barbecue. I appreciate yeah. it. And that just opens up your conversation. It doesn't yeah. matter where you lead. Or it doesn't matter if he dies or, 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 or whatever, but it opened up a conversation. Mm-hmm. And, and I, my argument is that people miss that. I think people miss that communication. Uh, I read a book last week. I don't, think I don't know if I mentioned it or not, but uh, Modern Romance by Aziz Ansari. And Modern Romance obviously ties in with social media and online dating and all this stuff. And the way millennials, essentially millennials and just the way people have to, or the way people not have to, the way people interact for the majority based on stats now, you know, mm-hmm. via internet, multiple sources of internet, right? Yeah. And, but every time I make a, some type of comms with somebody in person, there's a light there you know there's there's a light to that's interesting and uh, that's what gets him excited and you know there i think it was on that that video that we did during our workout today where it's like you know essentially this is this is the premise this is like you know what what keeps you driving like what keeps you going and then Gary V's like you know if if you're if you're pissed off at of being tired that's good that's good yeah and for me i'm always pissed about being i hate i can't stand it i cannot stand it because right. and that's what That's because for me personally i feel like i'm not doing any like i'm or maybe i'm gonna do i okay i feel like i'm not doing enough maybe that's part of like oh, Damn like it. you hate feeling unproductive yeah like i hate but like sometimes like i I cannot function you know right mm-hmm. now i'm like i'm like, i feel like i'm pushing fumes right now and it's like no like no like there's things i need to get done you know but yet it it does piss me off and when i thought, when i heard gary Vee say that i was like Okay, then maybe I'm maybe I'm on also the right. Maybe it's okay. Right, it's right, okay right. to feel pissed off to feel sleepy because I feel like man, like if I'm sleepy, then I'm I'm doing something wrong. You know. I, I think I it
1: is okay to to be pissed off that you're sleepy, but I think it's also okay to sleep because it's 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 you need that rest to then keep going. And like I do you agree. Said you're running on fumes. Then. Right.
0: Right. Well, I, honestly, this is why I, this is why I don't. Not, and I'm honestly scared to try. It's like sometimes, like I can sleep though. Like mm-hmm. like this week I slept a lot. Like while I what helped was like the con like i, I was able to get content quick because my brain was kind of working mm-hmm. but um one thing i'm scared of is to kind of let myself sleep because i feel like i'm gonna fall in i feel like it's easy for me to fall into just sleep and i don't get i don't do then i just don't do anything right you know and I'll, I'll, I'll go out on a limb here and remember when i told you brian when i was living at the dorms you know i, I felt like in retrospect Maybe it was a type of depression because the only thing that got me out was going to class. Mm-hmm. But I could go back to my dorm and just go straight back to sleep. And if it weren't for school, and if it weren't for, as, and the good thing is not having enablers, you know, saying, "Oh my God!" Like, yeah. let's just say, let's just say, for all intents and purposes, like, "Oh my God!" You have depression. Like, take this medicine. You should right. rest. You you need to take care of yourself. Yeah. Whereas, like over there, I was on my own. I'm like, okay, I need to get this shit done. Like, you know, I didn't I didn't give myself that light of of thought. You know that mm-hmm. that, I guess. Uh, type of thought at mm-hmm. point, that per, point of view of like, had I lived here at home and be like that, you know, people would have probably maybe, maybe thought or like, Hey, are you okay or Whatever, her? Like, mm-hmm. I, I guess so. But you know, I never gave anybody that option either. But anyways, to tie up, uh, being, well, I guess my main point is, is, uh, you know, being mad that I'm sleepy. And again, I'm, I'm scared that my fear is that if I, uh, if i let myself sleep then i'll just like sleep and not do anything cuz for me i feel like i become lethargic more so and you know and, and even if i okay let's say i i get up to work out and go back to sleep like is that a is that really a productive day
1: <laughs> yeah
0: that's what i have to argue is like well yeah but you work out and i'm like yeah but is that really a productive day like no like and i'm and what i'm learning is not to compare and contrast mm-hmm. and mostly cuz i'm working that with my mom too cuz at some point she told me about her and like some of, some of her fellow consultants talking about like how they work and i'm like yeah but what's the end goal i'm like the the main thing is that none of them have corollary household environments the only thing they have in common is that they're mary k consultants so i'm like mm-hmm. does your friend have an uh, have a sister that's a, a home that needs medical attention 24 7 and needs a, a provider and all right. this stuff and and then whatever else the household needs and whatever it's like no like because I guess that she she felt like she had to, and now we're finally getting to the point where it's like no, and because of that, I was telling you she you know she made it she made a good uh, she did good these past few weeks uh, fa- past few days to sell and and let's try to keep moving is that what I'm trying to get her what we me mean you were talking about is like having her talk and getting to know the people. One thing that Simon Sinek says in the Dip is that you know you you won't you won't make it i guess long term by telling people facts you 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 may convince them at the beginning but it, there's no long term effect Right. as opposed to develop essentially developing a relationship building mm-hmm. a relationship but you have to genuinely okay this is this is me continuing like you had to genuinely want to get to know them though because if you don't want to then don't fucking do it and i said stuff like that before where it's like if you don't mean it genuinely yeah you know
1: it ain't gonna last either way
0: yeah because people wonder like oh man why don't they like my product i'm like well because there's there's no connection now we see all these ads on 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 uh on youtube facebook instagram twitter everything and these people that i don't even know and and they're like oh this is why you should buy my marketing class this is why you should learn from me and and it's like okay i i don't believe you because i don't know you Mm -hmm. the difference between the a lot of these new people trying to break the barrier is um is uh like gary v jocko like i feel like i know them
1: is it because of like the content that they post that they they get kind of personal or or they you know they like, it like it speaks to you,
0: right? Right. Yeah. We're, yeah. Yeah. I, I, that has to be it, cause you know I feel like I have that connection. I've said this maybe even on the podcast where I'm like, if I when when I meet Jocko for the first time next year, like I'm gonna feel like I know him. Like, hey, dude, right, what's right, up? Right, right. You yeah. know, cause I feel like you know I listen to all his podcasts. You know, I got into jujitsu because of him. You know, I'm, I'm I'm very in tune with his theories and mm-hmm. I'm, I use his theory. You this know. It's just
1: like a random thought just now that right. that we're going into this, yeah. but what if the next form of marketing is getting personal like that like you know entrepreneurs putting like their personal life basically out there on vlogs or, or or just on podcasts and then selling you something and then you trust them because you, you they've built a relationship with right you. right and that's the next big form of marketing
0: well if you remember on the ted talk the one from 07 i'm gonna bring this in is you know you have you have there's there's a bell curve and you have the right. innovators, early adopters, early majority, late majority and the laggards. Mm-hmm. basically, the innovators are the consumers that are going to wait in line for 12 hours to get the product. I. Get the I. latest I.e. Apple, yeah. products, any Apple product, mm-hmm. because they've built this. So And the thing is like the way Apple works now is different. like they already have those. They're, they already have that system that works for them. The new is exactly what you're talking about, and it has to be way more personal. Mm-hmm. Like you, like that trust, it's interesting how the trust always comes, the truth always comes out, mm-hmm. trust, you know, are you bullshitting or are you not, Yeah. you know, and, and, and uh, to continue on is Seth Godin says, we like right now, if you're an early majority or late majority, you don't believe anybody. And right now, because there's so many people promoting themselves as the marketing guru or the life coach guru, it's like, well, who the hell are you? Like, who re- certified? Yeah, you yeah. Like, who the hell are you? I don't, who, I don't know. I don't know who you are. Like, you guys have like, for me, I'm like, what? Like, and I'm not even talking about credibility, because a lot of people I'm seeing like they're kind of older. Mm-hmm. So I, I, believe that they've been working, but I'm like, don't be. I feel like you're just putting shit in my face. I, yeah, at least yeah. that's how I feel. Of course, I can click skip ad, and I normally do, mm-hmm. which is fine. That that's our pl- that's our luxury now. But still, it's like motherfucker like what what are you talking about? Okay, there's this, there's these people here in the valley and and I I don't trust them. Mm-hmm. And I see the way they manipulate through language and it's funny cuz like he'll bring up like Tony Robbins. I think I think I've told you who. Uh, he brings he he he's basically like trying to bring like a Tony Robbins type deal here. Oh, I
1: remember. Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. Well, like I see that but I don't believe him because It doesn't take but two posts later, he's like, "Oh, you should buy. You should buy this package. You should buy this." It's like, motherfucker. Like, no, you shouldn't buy shit. You should not buy anything from anybody. Like, no, like, and it's and actually, I made okay, I made some content earlier this week too, of saying, you know, no one owes you anything. You don't deserve anything. Mm -hmm. Earn trust, and and because I got I got so heated earlier in the week where it's like, no, like you don't like oh you should buy this and you know it's like so like I don't know I, I just feel like. That's where the consumerism is right now. Like, I, I guess as, as that's my point of view. I don't know. I don't know if you have anything to add or not, but mm-hmm. um, it's just something that I see. And it's, especially this guy, because even today, Sunday, today Sunday, and there was some. He's like, "Do you have you ever wanted to write a book?" And he's like, "I've been wanting to write a book." He's like, "I've I've been wanting to write multiple books." And it's like, "Well, why don't you?" Why? And my thing is like, "Well, why didn't you just freaking do it?" And then he's like, "Oh, go to this seminar. I'm gonna I'm gonna be I'm gonna be at this seminar here in, here in McAllen, Texas." For with this doctor, I don't even know the guy's name, and I, I'm not mentioning the other guy's names on purpose, uh, just for the sake of like you know he, he that's his point of view. He's trying mm-hmm. his he's trying his business thing that I'm calling out, you know, and I, I'm curious because like no dude no one no one owes you anything. Anyways, let me finish up. Let me finish this before I keep going. Uh, he's like he's like if you if you if you want to know how to write a book within a month or two, uh, come to this uh, come to this work, this one day workshop, mm-hmm. and it's like seven hundred bucks. For one day, right. and, and and I see, it, and of course it's like, and this is this is what I want to tell you, and I want to continue with, is like, it's like you won't pay thirteen hundred dollars, you won't even pay a thousand dollars. It's it's yours only for seven hundred. My thing is like, okay, where's your value? Yeah, what value are you gonna give me? That I'm not gonna find on the internet.
1: I think it would be. It would be a lot more successful if he had said, you know, I wanted to write all these books, and this guy helped me, or you know, made it a little more more personal just saying like this is his credibility he personally you know helped me or or I personally benefited from this you should try it out too but if saying like hey I always want to write books I never did so I'm going to this seminar you should come too it's kind of like well I don't know really you know what we're going to get out of it because there's no background there's no you know there's no story
0: right and and again to just reiterate excuse me is that I'm like, you're saying it's worth 1300 but I'm going to give it for $700. i am like, you're devaluating yourself. Mm-hmm. You're devaluating yourself. It's like, no, like, at least... They even Seth Godin says right now, uh, some guy made a comment like, well, that means the company sucks. It's like, no, that means the customers suck. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you know what? Because Seth Godin, is he is an advocate, and, I, and I'm not truly, like, not 100%. I'm, I'm majority agreeing with him, but, like, he says, like, you know, like, I guess initially the whole point of, of, of Seth Godin is like you to build your tribe mm-hmm. because your tribe is going to take care of you and you're going to take care of your tribe as opposed to letting the money take over the concept. Yeah. So it's like no, the customer can suck sometimes. And Tim Ferriss says in the four I work with, you know, fire customers, yes. use a Pareto law, you know, figure out who who actually is easy to work with, and then you actually because you can actually do this with any you know getting the using the eighty twenty principle, you know. And what is it? It's 80% of your income comes from 20% of your 20%, customers. Yeah. And if once you figure that out, you can automate a lot of them, and you can fire a lot of them. And that ties in with Seth Godin. And then to just one final, like, thing is, again, don't devalue. For me, at least, don't devalue yourself. Because mm-hmm. it's like, no. Uh, was it was it Seth Godin for, like, one of his first speeches? Or was it Gary? No, it was Gary V. where... His, I think it was, I think, I think it was his first speech. I think, mm-hmm. I think it was on, this was on Chase Jarvis. But uh, they called him, "Hey Gary, can you can you come speak?" And yeah, like, how much are you charge? And he had he had no numbers because he had never done one before. And he said five grand. Okay, and then done, and he, and he's like, he's like, damn motherfucker. He's like, how I could have gone? That, that was his thing. So then, so then, so then, so then he gets there, and like, oh yes, Miss, uh, you know, Mister Van blah blah. blah. Uh, it's me. It's me. An hour. And he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. It's five thousand for thirty minutes. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Damn it! Like he was pissed off because he now set a ceiling that was not there. Yeah. You know, he set his own ceiling without yeah. even knowing. And that's that's a funny uh, little thing to like flirt with because I I know I flirt with it whenever I'm helping Eddie with contracts. Yeah. And it's like, well, I'm I'm cool to push. And and what I, what I keep on my what, why I keep on my path now is because like Seth Godin talks about making a ruckus, mm-hmm. and I believe in being ethical. But it's like, well, let's just push some boundaries. Like people get so flustered. At least in my eyes, they get so flustered off of like fighting with money because mm-hmm. money is number one to them. And for me, it's not. It's the game.
1: Yeah. So you can play. You can play with it because it's it's just the game, like you yeah. said. And yeah. Other it, people are so just focused and nailed on either, you know, saving every extra penny or making every extra penny they can yeah. that it, it becomes, like, their life and I feel like, a little, like, side note people take themselves too seriously sometimes like, chill out <laughs> but,
0: yeah it, it's, and, and I laugh about it because, like even, even sometimes Eddie gets, like, he's like, what do you, like he's like, no, like, I can't give that number I'm like, yes, you can like, dude, what the worst he's gonna say is no and then we're he's gonna, he's like and then ask for a counter offer all, all I need to know as a businessman, I need to know your counteroffer. Mm-hmm. I I play that very well, and I'm and I'm not speaking from an e- egotistical, arrogant point of view. It's the game, like that's what's fun for me. I love, and it's not, and I don't, I don't, I don't even think about it as negotiating. Mm-hmm. It's just I need to know your ceiling, and then we can go from there. Because more than likely, we're still gonna get paid double. We p- get paid for a public party, you know, for a public uh, event. Right. You know, and that and that's okay. That, that's you know, that's what we want, anyways. You know, it's just it just uh, yeah, just to. It's just funny seeing that uh that movement. So speaking of getting flustered and essentially acting like a child, this question that I got, I believe I got it from Murray Forlio that but this was like a shorter video that she was giving like pointers, but what I got of it was uh what triggers your inner, what triggers the inner child in you? Like what makes you giddy? What makes you like oh my like oh man, excited? If you can think of anything.
1: I don't know. I feel like like, because it triggers my inner child, it'd be something, like, childish or or related to, like, my childhood. Um, but basically, I guess this is kind of general. But, like, doing something, like, myself building something or, or developing something on my own, kind of figuring things out on my own. Yeah that that type of that type of thing makes me makes me giddy it it, it does kind of like you know hype me up it fires me up it, it makes me excited because going back to like my childhood i always loved like you know playing with legos and and building things you know uh i i would take sometimes i would take some toys apart and try to rebuild them so if i could do that like that made me excited and and that's why i'm saying like it, it it's related to my childhood because me, like having to, to develop something, or let's say, like recreate at work, recreate like an Excel file um, that, that somebody built like a long ass time ago, and now I need to recreate it or I need to like improve upon it. Mm-hmm. Figuring those things out, building with my own hands, like that makes me very excited.
0: Yeah. And that's perfect because for you guys listening, think about what, what makes you execu- uh, what what makes your inner child. Triggered, you know what triggers you in your inner child because my point for Brian is like your childhood is so important mm-hmm. and I, I I will have to argue and I will have to say on this podcast uh, is that people I think I've forgotten that you know you forget that element because you think that now that you're in your state of in your in your case whatever situation you're in as a 20 30 40 50 year old I'm like oh you know, I, I, yeah, you know everything, but do you remember how you were as a child? And then, well, oh, I guess I'll, I'll tie in like the McDonald's example that my mom brought up earlier. She's like, well, some people are happy working there. I'm like, good. As long as they're happy, that's the point. Because mm-hmm. if you're not happy, that's where change needs to happen. And that, mm-hmm. that that's, where I, that's where I'm like, oh, that, that's what, I'm like, mom, I think what they mean is that, because I think it was one of the motivational things me and Brian were listening to. And the guy's like, you know, no more working at McDonald's, this and that. And my mom's like, well, well hold on. What like, yeah, to. what if you want to? I'm like, that's good. Because even Gary Vee has finally had to, he's, Gary V has had to maneuver a little bit. He's had mm. to pivot slightly because he's always like hustle, 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 hustle. And then he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. He's like, guys, if you're happy with where you're at, if you can sleep 10 hours a day and then work for, what, 14 hours, le- 14 hours a day and sleep for 10, like, as long as you're happy. Yeah. It's for the people who are complaining constantly, mm-hmm. and even now, like I think Brian would agree, is like what helps me check myself is stoicism, mm-hmm. I, and I want to bring in stoicism on purpose because it's like it's interesting how helpful it is. Yeah, it it
1: just kind of like cuts through the bullshit sometimes, <laughs> and yeah. you you really have to like think like is this really gonna like kill me? Is it gonna is it gonna put me in physical danger? Am I gonna die? Yeah, and if the answer is no, then just chill out like yeah and it goes back to what i said earlier like some people take themselves too seriously and they think like everything that happens in their lives is is so much more critical than it really is Mm -hmm. so yeah like that's something i've been working on all year you know yeah yeah being very stoic about about things and you know what, am I going to die? <laughs> or like, you know, how the people is, but did you die? But no. did you die? Then, yeah, then, you know, you're going to be okay.
0: Yeah, and, and it's funny because I I've, I flirt with that too because people, especially at the gym, because at the gym, I, I mean, if you've ever worked out with me, at the nine-round gym, not not at home, like obviously I have my shirt tucked out, but when I'm working, I have my shirt tucked in, I set the presence in the room on purpose because people are like, why do you do this? I'm like, how, I'm like, how do you feel about me? She's like, well, he feels very serious. I'm like, good. I, I want you to. I'm like, the only way I know how to get you to do work is to be serious for 30 minutes. Like, I get you want to have fun with her, but I'm like, it's still a gym, you mm-hmm. know, at, at least for me, you know. And it's like when I get out of that. And like, uh, what I was gonna, what my whole point is like, uh, like with Luis. He's like, man, sometimes like you're like super serious and sometimes I like, can't tell. <laughs> I'm like, well, when you can't tell it's because I'm, I'm trying to not take myself so seriously sometimes. Because mm-hmm. I know I do. And mm. sometimes, sometimes I do get, out, and sometimes I get pissed off. And I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm about done with your you know, <laughs> bullshit. Like, I, because I get, I get there, and yeah. I, I, know I do. I'm very aware, thanks to Stosis, I'm, I'm, very aware, and thanks to extreme ownership, Jocko Willing. But, like, still, like, I am working on it myself. But I think that's where balance has to come in, as opposed to being a consumer 100 percent of your time, being an entertain, being entertained 100 percent of the time. It's like, no, like, there's no freaking way and and right now you know people taking themselves seriously i'm i'm that person but i'm working on my dichotomy i'm working on okay hey i can i can have some fun too yeah you know and and like these dude, these past two weekends dude this is the most i've gone out in in months dude, it's in years it's been it's been a lot of it's been a lot of fun you yeah. know and re, you know and the McGregor, the mcgregor mayweather fight like I, I i wanted mcgregor to win he didn't win but it's like okay cool but it was a good fight it was entertaining mm-hmm. You know, I had the night off. You know, and we just we drank and drank and drank some more, and it was all good, whatever. You know, I and I stayed at Freddie's house, and then you know I came home. Yeah. But again, just to stay on point of, you know, I guess the main point of this little segment would be, you know, be aware of how serious you're taking yourself, or how serious you're not taking yourself.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That that's an that's a very interesting point. Um sometimes you know if you're listening to this and you're like well i don't take myself seriously well maybe maybe there's a point where you you do need to you know it's it's all about balance i think a lot of things in life if not everything is about balance um you know you don't want to be you don't want to take yourself too seriously but you also don't want to you know be kind of messing around and not and take everything so lightly
0: right right uh like well i I was talking to gonzo on friday night you know before i met up with brian and uh and Gon's like, man, I don't know what to do. Like, I'm like, what if, what if I, what if I make this decision, and I miss the opportunity, and my, I, I had, and like right now, bringing up the dichotomy, and I haven't done this in a while, but I, I haven't forgotten about it either. It's like, well, what if you don't make that decision, bro? I'm like, how are you gonna feel?
1: You're gonna miss out on something regardless, because you can't do everything. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's all about kind of. I don't want to get too, like, technical about it, but it's, like, opportunity cost. You know, what what are you okay with missing out on and then miss out on it?
0: Yeah, and, and you, you got to let it be mm-hmm. at some point. And one thing that I, I'm, I'm working on myself as well because Seth Godin brings up, you cannot help everyone. Mm-hmm. But you can help. Yeah. Which then ties in tribes, ties in the right customers, ties in the right people. And for the people listening, like, you know, as far as, like, you know, you're getting, I, I'd say you get, you're getting my value right now as a 25 year old here on this podcast, you know, like just developing, even, even some, sometimes I think I've said this on the, on, on the, on the mic is like, you know, sometimes when I go through these podcasts live, like, man, like I wish I could have done better, you know, and then I come back next week and it's better, but it's like, okay, like, you know, it's, it's still a constant work in progress, like everything else. And, uh, um, going, well, I guess going back to the point of like, you know, what, if, and for the listeners and for people tuning in on life.me is like, you know, what if you don't do that thing? How are you going to feel? What, what you know, you know, to, I, I guess I'd like to expand on opportunity costs because I think people don't realize how valuable their time is. Mm-hmm. I think people, yeah. are, I think that that's one of the points that we can tie up here is that, you know, people, you know, they, they do use, I don't want to say waste, because waste is a negative word and i'm trying to you know i do want to keep you know the, the positive mindset but it's like well yeah like you're going to use this for that and nothing got done right and again to reiterate moving with life you know i got asked so what is moving with life i'm like it's a very literal term I'm like, it's moving it's doing things you know like and again to reiterate brian's little dilemma i don't know we'll just keep moving I can't remember. I, I I said it. I know I said yeah, it. Yeah. I just don't remember what it was. Uh, but I don't know. I think I think that's all I have for today. Uh, I have one more question. It says, "What are you obsessed with?" And I guess we can go up, We can we can close out with that question. What are you obsessed with?
1: Man, I don't know that I'm obsessed with anything. And and to be honest, like, I'm gonna get a little personal here, but. I th- I feel like I've I've thought about it in a different form. Like, what am I passionate about? Mm. And I can't quite answer that yet, and it bothers me. Yeah. It honestly Absolutely. like it bothers me because that that I can't just say, this is what I'm obsessed slash passionate about. Mm. It bothers me. So know that I am <laughs> working on it, and I will be working on it until I I figure this out because I feel that that. Because I don't have that clear answer, I'm I'm missing out on potential drive.
0: Yeah, uh, and I completely agree. And th- what I want to, I think I said this already. Also, but like, you know, the the drive, the the incentive, as a millennial, has to be. I think this this is my point. Like the incentive yeah. as a millennial has to be so much deeper to take action and make change. Mm-hmm. And and hopefully this this is the stem of that of of, understanding, okay, you either move, just move, like find what you like, find whether it's a job, whether it's, you know, something that you like making, you know, you want to make into a career, let it be a long-term investment or wait for something drastic and maybe even, met, you know, I, I mean, I'm flirting with life-threatening, using the word life-threatening, but, mm-hmm. you know, I would suggest don't get to that point I mean, that's just my, it's just a suggestion yeah. because like I, I'm playing, a, I know I'm playing a, long-term game, a in, long-term game in a lot of things that I'm doing, but it's like knowing that it's like, man, uh, well, let's just keep going. <laughs> let's just keep moving and seeing, you know, hopefully I can bring up good questions, better questions, and uh, we can move past, uh, you know, being stuck as a millennial. Cause I I feel the same, and it's funny because me and Brian, you know, I feel the same way as far as you know, I'm I'm doing multiple things and I like them all. I like them all a lot. Like I've gone to that point now where like okay, you know, for one, you know, if I were to get fired from somewhere, okay, then I then something's going on, but I will work with it. And then I'm not I don't have any life-threatening situation. I'm not you know, uh, what I'm what one thing I told Brian before we started recording was like you know. Like, McGregor. Like, Mayweather, for the, for the 24 hours leading up to the fight, he was saying, oh, well, I come from poverty, so that's where my drive comes from. It's like, this guy came from Ireland. Like, he also came from poverty, essentially. Mm. Like, like, so why is, your, why is it that you're, you being poor is more important than someone else being poor? Right. And it's like, if you're the... Mo- and, okay, this is going to be, like, a little tangent, but if you're so rich, like, fucking help people. Like, you know, like, if you, if you have so much money and you came from poverty... Like I don't under—I guess that's one thing I don't understand. Hmm. For people like him, that, like Mayweather, and I'm not, I'm not even calling him out. I'm—I I'm, think I mean more like let's say, people that are well off. Period. That they're like, oh, well, I come from poverty. And okay, but you're in a good situation now that you can help. But uh, do you help? And mm-hmm. okay, for, in all fairness, I haven't done my research. I don't know if Mayweather helps or not. Let's say he does, good. I would say do more. You know, I'm like what? What's his net worth? You know, like I mean, it, he. He made 140 million last night alone. Mm-hmm. For everybody who wa- I watched, you, you watched, you know, we, we watched we were just one little party in the United States that yeah. watched this entire thing. Not counting to go to the event and be in Vegas and pay for those hotel rates and all that stuff. That all that money that was being circulated in the past, you know, 72 hours or so. Uh, just interesting, but I'm I'm glad I'm I'm glad that we don't know. Because it allows us to be honest and answer the question of obsession. But it also lets us, re- like, I think what I want listeners to realize is, like, you know, we're, we are in a different economy. You know, so Godin go and says, you know, we're living in the richest world it's ever been. Mm-hmm. That's going to be, I mean, that's going back to, like, the rational optimist. I'll bring up Matt Ridley, where it's like, yes, like, we are in the safest world amidst all the self-creative violence that, you know, Everybody killing everybody, I mean, right. even amidst all that stuff that's going on, we are still the safest we've ever been in the world, regardless. Mm-hmm. And it's like, so it sucks that usually, and I have to argue, the majority of change has to happen from a catastrophic ch- catastrophic event. But that that it it is what it is right now, mm-hmm. and I'm glad I get to realize it and hopefully pass this on. Me and Brian could talk about it. I could talk about this with people outside at the dude. I, I, oh, I told Brian, but on uh, what day was? It? I guess the storm was supposed to come in Friday. Mm-hmm. Thursday night. Oh, was, okay. So, so Thursday we were. Everybody was anticipating the storm, and Luis had his. He was gonna have a scrimmage at school. Well, because of the storm, everything was called off. All sports, everything was called off. So I was like, okay, fine. So I ended up going to the gym, and I, I, I was there. I, well, I told you I was there for three hours. And I talked to one person for an hour. I talked to another one for 45 minutes. I talked to Danny, you know, my friend, trainer. And we were talking there on and off, you know, talk with Yoli, for, with her for a little bit too. It's like, I was just talking. And it's like, because it's just chilling. You know, like, at the end, there's like, yeah, no, there's no there's no boundaries right now. Mm-hmm. And that's interesting. Because that then sets up opportunity. But still, you know, to finish this is like, you know, catastrophic events, you know, dr- finding that drive. You know, because it's like, okay, we'll see where we're gonna go from here. Man, we didn't get any questions today. Pooh. I'm so, so I'm so curious about this thing. So, 29 people watching right now, mm-hmm. and they're watching me say this. <laughs> they're watching me watching them. <laughs> they're watching me see who's online. Uh, 843. I'll say they're like. I guess they're likes. I don't know. Little hearts. But I, oh, I wonder okay this might make sense like if you take, because I, I don't know if you know but like on uh, is it Facebook or is it or maybe, maybe it's both Instagram and Facebook mm-hmm. like when you do likes like you can click like a bunch of hearts at the same like you can I've click seen a bunch that, of yeah. that maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe that's it maybe that's what, what I,
1: I thought when you said that we had like more likes than viewers I yeah. thought that that was the deal that makes
0: sense see I, I didn't think about that till right now I'm like okay that makes sense either way there's no questions someone says come to my broadcast I'll go after we're done bro <laughs> it's like it's like, Do you not see me broadcasting, or like you know, like, mm-hmm. a, huh? I'm just blabbering. I might even leave leave this in the podcast episode too. I guess we'll call it there, like i said like like i just to finish up is you know, I think the biggest thing for me this week has been pondering on myself as far as you know what talents do I have and what skills do I have that I care about that that I care to, that I care enough to work on. And then the storm, you know, I think the anticipation. And then even Friday, everybody, at least here in the Valley, like, oh, my God, it was, it missed us. Harvey, flake. dude, I mean, some of the shit that I heard, like Harvey's a flake and like stuff like that, dude. Like, I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah. I'm like, there are people suffering right now. Like, I, I think last night it was, I don't know, it was 43 injured, nine missing and one dead. So far, that was the count last night, I mm-hmm. think. And it's like, no, people are suffering and for listeners, like, just think about it for a little bit. Sit down and think about it. And think about what you complained about today. Because as much as I, like, knew I had a hangover, I complained about it for one second, and I let it pass. And then I had rehearsal. Me and Brian, we worked out still. Today's Sunday. We still worked out. We're, we primed for the podcast as best as I could. I mean, like I said, I, I, had, I was very split-brained because of the I, – I, it's not an excuse. It's just where my mind was at, my, where my mind is even right now. Uh, dealing with this the storm that I'm not even you know I'm not in but you know that people people are gonna need help and the good thing is that you know I'm glad that the H E B out there um, dude even some uh, like rescue support unit from Tennessee came down like to wow. the Houston area yeah to the, I don't know if it's the Houston area yet but mm-hmm. they came down they there there was a truck and it said like tech, uh Tennessee something unit right. uh, some type of like water unit or something which is good. Uh, so, you know, the dichotomy of optimism and pessimism, you know, working through that. And, you know, in order to be human, you have to have both. And I just want the optimism to be a little bit a little bit stronger mm-hmm. you know, last a little bit longer. So for today, we'll call it there. Hopefully, if anything, people can just ponder on, on their actions for the week, for the weekend and what they actually want to get done and move forward with. Brian, I guess if you want to give your social media, we can knock that out
1: yeah you can go ahead and follow me on twitter and instagram at brian alejandro underscore b-r-y-a-n-a-l-e-j-a-n-d-r-o underscore and uh if you need any uh excel you know tasks stuff like that um automation or even just help you can go ahead and look me up on fiverr.com f-i-v-e-r-r.com under Brian Alejandro, no underscores. Go ahead and send me a message or, or uh,
0: you know, hire me for a gig. Before I get into the Moving with Life social media, don't forget to subscribe. <laughs> me and Brian were talking. Oh, I, I guess I brought this up to Brian because uh-huh. these past few episodes I haven't even been saying to subscribe or leave reviews. Frankly, it's not that I don't care, but. I will reiterate and reiterate, reiterate. I want. To see, I'd rather see movement. And if any, if anything, show me your progress. Mm-hmm. That's something I would like. You know, show, show me your, pro- show me what you're doing. Show me what, someone show, show me a change. You're like, oh, I did this. Oh, cool, awesome. Keep going, keep going. Um, if anything, I would, I would, I would love that. That I, I will, I will be honest and say I, I would love to hear about the progress and hear about the movement. Um, so. Twitter and Instagram it's moving with life underscore again that's for Twitter and Instagram for Facebook Facebook com forward slash moving with one life the number one and then uh, the plan is September 1st regardless of the simplicity because some people are like that's very plain it might it might even look fake it's not fake it's me doing it myself <laughs> officially movingwithlife.co.com was taken, .co, which most people will associate company. And the way I want to start associating company is our tribe, our company, the people that we surround ourselves with, the company that we have at our house, the company that we enjoy being with on a day-to-day basis, on a weekly basis, on a weekend basis. Uh, And, again, just tying the the technology is like we get to communicate every single day. So that was why I did – stay with movingwithlive.co and you know to incorporate company and people's company because i i that i do i do love i do love company i do love conversation if you think i'm joking meet me in person we'll have a conversation and we'll talk for an hour um so yeah we'll tie it up with that um the quote i want to leave with today is uh jason isbell Dude, that guy is so intuitive. Like, as as great as I mean, he is a great songwriter. Mm-hmm. For people who don't know, Jason Isbell, he's this guy from I believe from uh, Alabama, Muscle Shoals, Alabama is where he's based out of. Uh, great singer-songwriter. That's the only way I can put it because he has rock and roll, he has Americana, he has country, he has life textures in his in his in his music, and that's part of like the best part. Um, and he, he, and I'll probably bring this up maybe next week. You know, he, he, talks, about, he talks a lot about question, questioning his role as a white male in the United States of America and what he needs to do now to help the world. Um, but the quote I'm going to leave with is by Jason. He says, nobody lives in total darkness. Nobody lives in total light.